0: If you are here and you're not saved, I sure hope you'll change that before this service is done. I'm thankful that we've already had one saved today. That's a blessing. And well, the Lord is good, isn't he? He is good. And so I'm just pausing because I'm trying to discern the will of God here today. Amen. Y'all come back up here and sing that. I want you to sing, sing that again. Father, we thank you for your blessings today. And Holy Spirit, we know that thou art in control. And Lord, I pray that you would have your way in this service. And Lord, I don't know who it is today that is standing in the need of a touch from the Lord but I could just about guarantee that there is somebody here today. Father, we're thankful that already that wonderful gift of salvation has been shared with someone. Lord, could it be, though, that there are others in this place that are still in need of Jesus? Lord, could it be there's somebody here today that doesn't know for sure that they're on their way to heaven? Lord, I feel... I feel like, Holy Spirit, that you're dealing with somebody's heart right now. And so, Lord, we have a normal order of service that we normally follow at Calvary. But, Lord, we want to be sure we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you bless the singers as they minister in song. And, Holy Spirit, I'm thankful that you use me, but it doesn't have to be me that you use And so I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would do that which needs to be done. Holy Spirit of God, please send conviction. Lord, I cannot save. I can love people. I can do my best to point them to the Savior, but I can't change their life. And I cannot save their soul. But I'm glad I know one who can. And Lord, right now, I pray that you would draw that one, that young person, that older person. I pray right now that you would draw them to thyself. And I pray that they would leave this place different than when they entered. So Holy Spirit, the service is yours. I pray that you'll empower the singers now. And Lord, have your way, please. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. you will sing. <laughs> to you what it's like to walk in here fired up about the message that i was getting ready to bring i mean i have been so i've been so enthused about the message and i promise you by the grace of God you're going to get that message now if you're in the altar just stay in the altar as long as you need to stay in the altar you stay in the altar but uh <laughs> i'm going to be honest with you when the singers were singing and I was sitting there and it was like the Holy Spirit said, that's not it. That's not the direction you're going. And I've been so excited about giving you that message all morning. And it was like the Spirit of God said, no, there's something else that needs to be done today. Well, I tell you, I'm gonna tell you church, how many know God, God's doing something special at Calvary Baptist Church, amen. And we ought to be determined by the grace of God and we're not gonna let anything, anything get in the way. Anything, are y'all hearing me? We're not gonna let anything get in the way of what God is doing. We were here yesterday, we were here yesterday and um, a little, uh, one of our families had a little party out here and, uh, and toward the end of the party, when it's finishing up, I came over in the auditorium and I was just gonna check on a few things and do a few things and I did. And the Holy Spirit just dealt with my heart. Never dealt with my heart like this. And uh, But it was just like the Spirit of God said and here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk around this auditorium seven times. I want you to walk around this auditorium. And I want you to pray. And I want you to ask God to protect this place and bless this place. And I thought, wow, okay. And so yesterday, just me and the Lord. And I just walked, I walked around this auditorium seven times and I prayed, and I asked God to do something supernatural here, and I asked God to protect us. Church, I'm gonna tell you something, the devil is not excited about what is going on at Calvary Baptist Church. Now I wanna read some scripture for you. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter one, in verse number 12, listen to this now, the Bible says that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first Trusted in Christ. Listen to this. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. And I couldn't help but think, many, many years ago, in fact, for me, it's been it's been over 40 years ago, I can't believe that. It's been over 40 years ago, I, you know what? I, I heard, I heard the word of truth, the gospel of salvation. I heard it. And I remember getting under conviction, such great conviction. Well, my dad, some of many of you know this, but some of you don't, a lot of new people are here today. My dad was chairman of our deacons at our church. My mom's still one of the godless ladies I know she was Sunday school teacher mom and dad were, were both very active in the church and the Holy Spirit smote my heart out a youth activity and he said you need to get saved I said Lord my daddy is chairman of the deacons of this church yep God said I know Lord, my mama is a pillar member of this church, Sunday school teacher. God said, yeah, I know, but you better get saved. And uh, I wish I could tell you I got saved. I wish I could tell you I got saved that night. I didn't get saved that night. For about two weeks that went on, and I'm just so thankful that the Holy Spirit didn't leave me alone. He came back to me time and time again, and he. And he reminded me I needed to get saved. And in fact, I remember it's the first time as a teenage boy, I was a freshman in high school. I remember going home from that youth activity that night. It was probably a Saturday night. I went home that Saturday night and I remember for the first time as a young, young teenage boy, I rem- remember not being able to go to sleep. And I remember thinking, wow, whoa, what if I died? I don't know for sure I'd go to heaven. And I've heard about teenagers dying. And I thought, wow, what if I die tonight? Well, am I gonna open my eyes up in hell? And I remember, oh my, the Holy Spirit began to do work. It went that way for two weeks. I never told a soul, never told anybody, didn't tell my mom and dad, I wish I would have. I never told anybody. But after about two weeks that went on and I was under conviction, I, I, was, at, at, I was at our church that on a Saturday afternoon and, and I was uh, mowing the churchyard at our church. And I remember, I can still remember where I was. I can remember the exact field. I can take you to the exact spot. And I was mowing the yard and I was under such conviction of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, son, I'm just telling you, this might be your last opportunity. You need to get saved. And I still, I kept making those same excuses. And I said, Lord, my daddy's chairman of the deacons. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. We, I grew up at this church. God said, I know, you better get saved. And I remember I kept going around the lawnmower and all of a sudden I saw my pastor, Otis Johnson on a Saturday. I saw him pull in the parking lot on a Saturday. And I thought, oh, that's it, that's it. I can't stand it. Anymore. I can't stand it anymore. I wasn't done more in the yard. I just turned the lawn the lawnmower off. And I remember walking up through the basement of the church up to the pastor's office, and and I, I remember knocking on the door and preacher, he knew, he knew. He could tell. I wasn't there to make a conversation. And he said, What's going on? I said, Preacher, I have got to get this thing settled. I said, I've got to know that I'm going to heaven. When I die, I've got to know. And thank God, I didn't have a preacher who tried to talk me out of it. He said, come in. And he took his red Schofield Bible out and he led me down, the gospel of the salvation I just talked about in Ephesians chapter one. And then he just left it with me. And he said, is that something you feel like you need to do? I said, absolutely. And at that point, It didn't matter that dad was the chamber of the deacons. And it didn't matter that mom was a Sunday school teacher. I just knew I needed to get born again. And I remember as a freshman in high school calling out to the Lord and saying, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I believe you died for me. And I believe you rose again. And I want you to save me. And guess what happened? He did. Have I been perfect since that day? No, I've not been perfect, but I have been forgiven. I just wonder who it is today in this room. And your testimony is real similar to that. Well, preacher, everybody thinks I'm saved. I grew up in church, I've been to church. I did this at church. I went to the youth group. I signed a card at the altar. I used to sing in a choir. You know, I I joined the church one time. But Brother Pope, I'm gonna tell you something, to be quite honest with you, if I died right now, where I'm sitting at, if I died right now, I do not know for sure that I'm on my way to heaven. I just got a feeling there's somebody here in this room that's like that right now. I want you to do me a favor, if you would. I want you to stand with your heads bowed and your eyes closed. I'm going to ask our personal workers if they would come and get in the altars this morning. And if you're here this morning, listen to me now, here's the invitation. If you're here this morning and you say, Brother Pope, it's me. (laughs) You're talking to me. It's me. Right now, right now, unashamedly, I want you to step out. And I want you to come right now. I want you to step out and I want you to come. And I want you to let somebody take a Bible and show you how that you can be born again. Would you come while we wait? Would you come? Pastor Pope, if I died right now, I'm not sure that I would go to heaven. I know these aisles, they seem about 10 miles long. I I understand that. So why don't you do this? Why don't you ask the person beside you, would you mind going with me? Would you Would you go with me? That's right. Would you go with me? Would you come right now? Just for a moment, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Would you come? Come on, that's not the only ones. That's not the only ones. Come on, you know who you are. Right now, then just step out. I tell our folks this at Calvary all the time, if you'll take the first step, he'll help you with the second step. Would you come? Would you come? Come on, come on, don't wait. You say, well, Pastor, I'm sorta sure. I'm about 50% sure I'd go. Oh no, you can't be 50% sure. You gotta know. Come on, you gotta know. Hey friend, whatever you do, don't you let pride take you to hell. Right now, come on. I want you to come. All right, here's the invitation. While the Spirit of God is working. You're here this morning, you say, Preacher, I am saved. I am saved. I can take you to the time and the place. But I am not right with God. I am not. I'm not right with the Lord. All right? I want you to come right now. Nobody's looking. And by the way, you shouldn't be concerned about that anyway. Don't you be concerned about that. But I want you to step out right now and come. Come on, come on. While we wait. You're here this morning. And you say, Pastor, I am going through the trial of my life right now. It just seems like the bottom. It seems like the bottom is falling out. And preacher, I just don't know if I can make it much further. I want you to do this. If that's you, I want you to come. And we want to gather around you and we want to pray for you right now. Would you come while we wait? I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. And I want you just to just for a moment, I want you to keep your heads bowed. The singers are going to sing that, that last verse. They're going to sing that last verse. And if you're here today and you need to come, Listen, we've got folks up here in the altar. I'll be here, I'll be glad to meet you. I'll be glad to meet you. So Father, I pray you'll have your way in this invitation. I'm not exactly sure all that you're doing, but I know that you're in control. And I thank you for what, what's going on right now. I pray, Heavenly Father, you might work through the live stream. Maybe right now somebody needs to call on the live stream And Lord, I saw our personal workers go to the prayer room, right, to the phone room. And so right now, I pray you'd help folks to call on the prayer line. And Lord, help these folks as they're talking to people on the phones. Father, those that need a breakthrough, there's somebody here today that needs a miracle. They feel like they're not going to make it another day if they don't get it. God, right now, I pray folks will come for prayer. God, I pray that folks will come rededicating their life to Jesus in repentance. And I pray people will be saved. Lord, have your way in this invitation, please. And we thank you. Our heads are bowed. Our heads are bowed. The singers are gonna sing. I'm gonna make my way down to the front as well. If you need to come, listen, I want you to come right now. You come while we wait.
1: Just came, came to, to talk, talk with you Lord. Lord. I have no selfish motive in mind. I just wanna thank you for all those other times that I just came to talk with you.
0: this way. You can look up this way. Hey, listen, if you're in the altar right now and you need to be saved, whatever you do, don't go back to your seat. Don't go back to your seat until somebody talks to you about the gospel, okay? And you make sure that you're born again. Who else? You say, Brother, Brother Pope, I've never been anything in, in anything like this. That's okay. That's all right. Maybe we need to get back to some of this again. Who else needs to come? Who else needs to make sure that you're born again? Who else needs prayer today? Come on. Now's a good time to come while folks are in the altars, okay? Would you come while we wait? Who else needs to come back to the Lord? You are saved, but you strayed. you've, You've been away from the Lord for a little while not reading your Bible, not been praying like you ought to, you've not been faithful to church like you really ought to, who needs to come and just rededicate their life to Jesus? Would you come while we wait? Father, we love you. Lord, I don't know all that's going on today, but I just know you're in control. Holy Spirit, I, haven't, I don't know what's going on. I, I know this could be that the Lord is getting his church ready. It could be that the coming of the Lord is very, very near, very near. Could be while we're seeing some things transpire in this nation. Lord, help nobody to miss it. Oh, Father, I pray right now you draw people. God, give them faith, give them faith. Give them faith to come. Give them courage. God, give them courage. And we thank you, Lord. Singers are going to sing. They're going to sing that verse again or whatever. Y'all just sing and minister. And if you're here and you need to come, altars are wide open. You come today. All right, while we wait.
1: I just came to to talk talk with you, Lord. Lord. I have no selfish motive in mind. I just want to thank you for all those other times that I just came came to to talk. and a thousand thousand teardrops may Talk with you, Lord. I just came to talk with you, Lord.
0: Father, we thank you for your blessings today. I know this is very different, Lord. I know this is very different. But Holy Spirit, we're thankful to see you working. Lord, as we typically near the end of the service, Lord, is there somebody else? Lord, I cannot, I, I cannot work in somebody's heart. That has to be you. But Holy Ghost, right now, Please, do a work. Father, what a shame it would be to come to a service like this and leave lost, without Jesus. Father, I pray right now you'd change somebody's life. Oh, Spirit of God, do it, please. Father, I pray you'd reclaim that one that's strayed, that one that's wandered, Lord, something happened. The devil threw them a curveball and they swung at it. And Lord, they've been away from God's will. They've lost their joy. They've lost their fulfillment. Oh, Holy Spirit, reclaim them today. Give them that joy back. Give them that, Lord, that happiness and that fulfillment back in their Christian life. Lord, maybe there's somebody here today that just needs to go to somebody and make things right. Maybe there's somebody here today that just needs to go to someone and pray with them. Just pray with them. Maybe somebody right now knows another brother or sister in the church that's just going through the fire. And right now, Holy Spirit, you'd lead them just to go to that brother or sister and just pray with them. Or maybe just go to them and and say, I love you. I want things to be right. Oh, Holy Ghost, please, please do a work. Please do a work. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Right before we go. Well, I'd hate to, I'd hate to end a service like this. When somebody leave lost. We're not making the decision you need to make. Hey, church, I can tell you this. There's a lot of things I can't tell you, but I can tell you this. The greatest life you'll ever live is a life dedicated to Jesus. I'm telling you, it's the greatest life. It is the greatest life you'll ever live. Just dedicate your life to Christ and live for Christ. It is the greatest. The greatest. Real quick, right before we go, anybody else? Mike, take us to that that screen, if you will. I want us to sing a little bit of that before we go. Time's not late. It's only 1216, church. There is no time in heaven. So the Lord's not concerned about the cafeteria right now or anything else. He's concerned about the eternity of men and women, boys and girls. I, I love this little song. And it just says, just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. Maybe there's somebody, maybe there's just one more that needs to take a step of faith and come today. We're not gonna make you give a speech, nothing like that. We just like to take the word of God and show you how you can know for sure you're going to heaven. You say, Brother Pope, nobody can know. 1 John 5, 13, the Bible says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life. And so according to Scripture, you can know. And so if you're here and you don't know, I want you to come while we sing this little chorus together. If you need prayer, if you need prayer, you come. Let's sing it together. Ready?
2: Just as I am
0: Sing it one last time. If nobody comes, I'll end it up. This is for you.
2: Let's sing it just as you need to come without one plea, but that I blood was shed for me.
0: you very much. You can remain standing. We're going to be out of here in just a few minutes, I think, anyway. You know, there's nothing worse than trying to preach a message without the Lord. And so between that chair and that pulpit, when the Holy Spirit said, whoa, at that point I was afraid to try to get up here because I I can't wait to preach that message for you. You need it. I promise you, you need it. But at that point, I was afraid to preach it because I don't want to preach it without him.